Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast. We take you beyond the barbell. I am your host, Modingo, and with me is John Bonbrovi. What's up? Mm-hmm. You don't like John Bonbrovi? I've never gotten to his music, man. I really haven't. That's just too... Well, you might have been too young. That's too much like U2. Like, I don't like U2. Like, it's just... Eh. Oh, remember when U2 put... Um... Are you yawning already, dude? <laughs> remember when U2... Went onto our Apple. Yeah, you can't get rid of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can now. Well, originally, yeah. When this was it, the software update or was it the phone? No, it was the update. I think. Yeah, when the software update happened, you you automatically got their album, and people bitched about that because you couldn't delete it initially. Yeah, they were weird ass songs. I think I still have it on my phone. Actually, well, it does suck because if you hit shuffle on all your like Apple Music, it plays their shit in there. Like (laughs) you don't. Who wants to listen? I don't want it. Like they don't want to listen to YouTube. I still have it. It was Songs of Innocence in 2014. Yeah. Never forget. <laughs> yeah, there were some really wow. weird songs. On what did it take, like, freaking 9-11 and attach it to you, too? <laughs> I don't know. You're so stupid. Yeah. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, it's kind of selfish, Jenna. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> okay. I didn't mean, I mean like, it. never forget. Like <laughs> anyway, people yeah. who we never forget about are our Patreons. Jenna, could you tell us about them, please? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, you uh, better call him, sir. He served our country. Never forget. <laughs> okay, well, first of all, we have our swag box peeps. Michaela, David, Meg, Jerry, Jamie, and Gareth. Y'all are awesome. Wow, I'm just giving it to you. And Yeah, and then some other awesome peeps that have also been Patreon peeps. Monica, Lavana, Steve, Adam, Ryan, Michelle, and Rick Terry. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Uh, oh, you're the 14th I didn't put on here. <laughs> and Brody. <laughs> and Brody. First one signed up. Last one recognized. Last one. Yeah, that's okay. It's my life. Oh, God. I just gave the biggest eye roll ever to him. Yeah, whatever. And it won't be the last. Nope. Will not be the last. Um... Thank you. A bajillion. I already got um, some of the box or some of the stuff ready for the boxes. The next box. The next box. But y'all already have the last one that came by now. And a lot of people have said that it's their favorite. And that's the one that had the 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 pint glass. Yep. And girls got more stuff than guys did. Shocker. Some Mm -hmm. headbands. Yeah, there yeah. we put headbands in like a lot. We had a bunch of Bonics headbands, so we just have kind of like yeah, we put different colors in there. And girls still got more than the guys. Mm-hmm. Some coffee, some wrist wraps. Yeah. Patch, stickers. Oh, sticker. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, the vet wide patches. Yeah, girls I forgot got to tanks. get mine. Oh, beef jerky. The glass. You say the glass. Yeah, the glass. Beer glass. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And Fine. she was really worried about this one. She said this one sucked and blah, 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 blah. I just wanted to be sure there was enough good stuff. Well, she keeps trying it. to outdo each one. And eventually that's not going to happen. Eventually they're, they're going to get a rower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mo, bro, um, mm-hmm. I, I need I, I need to uh, co-sign this loan for I need $400 yeah. a piece, please. Yeah. For what? I just need one more rower. <laughs> what? We don't even get a rower. Hell, I can't even get my name called. Like, you know what I mean? I can't even get my name called that I pay $5 a month for. All right. So this week's episode, Nutrition in Flux, where does this come from? About uh, 500 nutritional meetings I've had in the last year and a half, two years. 
You mean not all of them were like dialed in every time, like consistent, like hockey stick progression? Well, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> We've talked numerous times about being a uh, psychologist. Amateur psychologist, lawyer, priest. I feel uh, like a professional psychologist Oh, now. at this point? I'm getting paid additional. Like, <laughs> at least a medium holy psychologist. Holy shit. Like, a, a seasoned psychologist. You want to talk about influx, not only in the weight, which we'll talk about, but my gosh, the mentality. In a two-week period, I can get like happy, sad, average, pissed off, ready to jump off a cliff. Like It is all over the place. And now it's amplify like, that by it's like 25. Going through, it's like going through a day at the gym. Oh, and I'm doing this on top of the gym. <laughs> Something's going to snap, and I think it's going to be me. No, it's So there's late. like that that energetic phase, the optimistic phase, the fear, the confusion, the anger, the sadness, like all those different stages. Well, let's, let's it, put it this way, Mo. Let's say you um, you bust your ass for two weeks at work, okay? And then when your paycheck's supposed to get deposited, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> and you're like, well, I did all the work and I did it right, but now my, my money's not in the account. Yeah. Right? That would That would be pretty bad, right? So kind of side note as you're talking about paychecks i remember the first time i ever worked a civilian job like i took leave from the military and went and worked at a hospital for a week because someone was having surgery i had vacation time i was like yeah sure i'll do it so i get my paycheck at the end of the work in that week and i was it was like two grand and i was like oh shit two grand for a week's free that's that's good money why do i only make five hundred dollars in the no, air force <laughs> no no i mean i i know the air force it is with its salary and all that good stuff but <laughs> I was like, two grand is not too bad for, for a week. But then I looked at what I actually made. Yeah. <laughs> it was like three grand. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. What? Mm-hmm. 30%? Wait, how do you people? And I, and I looked at the civilians that worked for me. I was like, how do you people live like this? <laughs> <laughs> and they all just looked at me like, ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the real world. And I was like, okay, maybe I need to stick this military thing out just for a little bit longer to take advantage of these tax breaks. Well, the way you could look at it though, Mo, is in essence, you're paying yourself. True. So, I mean, federal, you're getting that. Yeah, I would like, just, I would just, you know, putting it back in my own pocket. It's exactly, working harder. Dude, I worked at the base. That's how I justified getting taxed. You know, every two weeks getting taxed, you know, $1,800. Like, yeah. So, put it this way. I would tell people how much I was getting taxed. You're like, that's more than I make in a month. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I know, bro. Like, yeah. it's like, man, you might. You just look at him like, really? Yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. Imagine if I could keep not like some of that. Like, but I always try to, to like call my nerves like, okay. You're still making good money, and you're kind of paying yourself because you're getting paid through the government. Yeah. So, so you're paying. Yeah. Your, yeah. But like, then, like then, one half of one penny out of every cent that was taxed, like was going back in your pocket. So uh, this is a story people probably don't know, but uh, I had I, we had talked about I lost my job, the contract the week that we opened the, the gym, gym yeah. and that was going to be a safety net, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever happens, um, but for Six months, I went. I collected unemployment, mm-hmm. and I was able to. And uh, well, I, you'd paid into it. You should collect. Well, it. Let, that's what I'm going yeah. to talk about. So, me not knowing how unemployment works, uh-huh. right? Because I've never because you've never been unemployed. Never, yeah. Well, I have, but I just never. You never like, collected it. Yeah. Why would I? I mean, it's like I go get another job. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I don't live off of it. Anyways, I'm not even <laughs> going to go in that fucking direction. Um. So, man, it's a process. It's not easy. Like you got to each week. You have to. Uh, you have to submit. Uh, this paperwork of three jobs that you sent your resume to and all this stuff. And uh-huh. you, have, you have to do this thing or you don't get your money. That's, that's good. Okay, that's cool. Well, absolutely. You got to do the work. Yeah. And I always remember when I worked at Champs, these people would come in 
that mm-hmm. were on unemployment, and yeah. they want me to sign their sheet. And I was like, well, what's this for? It's like, oh, it's for my unemployment. I was like, huh? For They would come in. They have to get an application. They, they'd have to fill out an application. At yeah. Champ, when I worked at Champ Sports, okay. they'd come in and with the sheet, and I'd have to give them an application, and then they would fill out the application I would have to sign for. I was like, are you really looking for a job? Okay. Yeah. You, oh, you are? Okay. We'll introduce you about our, our business here. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, 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 okay. okay, so what kind of hours do you look for? Well, uh, you know, just the stuff. Oh, so they were just uh, – They were just collecting that so they could sign off and get their money, okay. right? They had no interest in getting another job. Yeah. Well, anyways, <laughs> you know how much money you make on unemployment? It's not a lot because a good buddy of mine uh, just when they had the big GM strike, mm-hmm. like it, it was not anywhere close to what his normal paycheck was. No. Yeah. I added it up just at the base, at the base. My federal, what I paid in federal over eight years was uh-huh. like 200. And, Damn, you worked there that long? I didn't yeah, realize 240,000 or something like that is what yeah. I paid through federal taxes, which is insane. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I got 400 bucks a week. <laughs> after all that. I made that a day. Yeah, you, you, after that quarter million that you paid in. You Are got you two- kidding me? <laughs> I made ten grand in six months. Okay, so I'm like, okay, well, I get. I mean, I have this for a year because then you can have unemployment for a year. Okay, right. So at six months, they cut me off. I'm like, what the hell? I was like, I, I still got. Like- I still got six more months. <laughs> and they're like, no, you took out double. Huh? Yeah. So you, I was only supposed you, to get two hundred dollars a week, but you, I ended up taking four. I took the max amount, but I could have stretched the two hundred. Oh, you can like you can allocate. Yeah. How much is paid out? Yeah, but still, ten grand, four hundred dollars a week. And I made that in a day. I'm not asking to make that in a day, uh-huh. but give me something like uh, I paid in. A little something for the effort. I paid in <laughs> that much money. That's not including my entire life prior. Yeah. Are you joking? Huh. Yeah, huh? Little known fact. Yeah, and they don't they don't tell you it's getting cut off either. It, 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 the check just doesn't show up. It did not deposit, Mo. I'm like, where's my 400 bucks? It wasn't there, man. <laughs> Enough about taxes. Yeah. And back back to, let's get back in flux. (laughs) (laughs) As Burr almost chokes on his uh, his beverage over there. Oh, Mo's got to do his face scan. Yeah, I got to do my face scan. I wish we, this is why we need someone doing our YouTube. Um, So ever been so dialed in that this, but the scale doesn't move, not not even an ounce. Um, It happens to more than than you'd expect, especially with women. Has that ever happened to you? Oh yeah, for sure. Like I feel like. How does that make you feel? So you're, dial, was, you're dialed in, you, you're crushing it, and then you nothing moves. When I was less knowledgeable about my fitness, it was very frustrating because let's just even go back maybe 10 years or so before I started doing CrossFit. It was like, okay, well, I'm only taking in 2,000 calories. Um, I'm working out twice a day. Um, you know, I'm sweating my ass off, you know, well, you know, why am I not losing weight? You know, that was like kind of the the trap I had placed myself in, you know, and mm-hmm. because I thought if I worked out more and ate less, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the number on the scale should arbitrarily go down, right? That's math, right? <laughs> it's simple math. Yeah, simple math. It should be working. So, yeah, it's, it's absolutely happened to me. What about you, Jenna? Yes, right now. Okay, this is actually a really good mm-hmm. comparison. So let's talk about that. Jenna, you're a woman. Yes. So you track your food, 
She was plus or minus. She missed two days, but she was under her fat, which she shouldn't have been. When you say plus or minus. So we're supposed to be plus or minus five. That's what I have all my people on for. Macros. Nutrition. Yeah. Okay. So proteins, carbs, fat. You can be over five or under five. And we try to stay within that so scale. Buffer. Yeah. Okay. Like, because you can't hit second, a perfect every single time. Second yawn, in case you guys are yeah. <laughs> yes. in case you're counting at home. Hey, if you guys are Did listening to this, counting? get a tally sheet and let Ding. me know. At the, yeah, every time. And, and some Eric Klaus, I know you'll do this. Yeah. Every time she yawns, we please put a hash mark and then let us know how many she does yeah. on the episode. What's the over under? Uh, Let's go with eight. Some, I'll say six. Okay, eight. Okay, anyways, back to Jenna. So we just had our nutrition <laughs> meeting today, and you lost how much? Two pounds. Two pounds in a what period? Two weeks. Two week. All right. So now to her. That's a poop. Well, to me, well, the question I would, what, what do you, well, I mean, for everybody listening, what are you, what's your, what are you doing right now? Are you bulking? Are you cutting? <laughs> yeah, she's are bulking, you, right. I bulked for uh-huh. quite some time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I stopped counting my macros. Um, I felt like I kind of like needed a break from doing it. Um, I don't know if it was like totally the smartest decision just because now my headspace is like, I'm sad again, but I also didn't think it would be as hard to lose it if I did gain because I, my mentality was like, well, I've like lost weight before, so if I gain some weight, it's fine. No big deal. Like I could just lose it again, but well, I want to interject something. Cause yeah, I know you could go back and listen to hear you talk about how awesome. So no, it's not how awesome. When we we talked about this one of our nutrition episodes is when she made this decision, I said, hey. That's okay if you don't track, but understand there's consequences to this. Mm-hmm. Your weight can go up, and you're, you're going to be inconsistent in the gym, and you'll have incons- inconsistent influxes of your weight, mm-hmm. right? She was okay with that at the time. But in the end, this is why we've me and hers kind of have different opinions of, like, sh- you should track all the time. Here's why. When she got dealt that ace in that two, she was like, yeah, double down. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And she doubled up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gained like eight pounds probably. But my thing is it affects her mentality. And, and it's cool to take a break but understand there's repercussions mm-hmm. of that because if we loosely track, because I hear people say that I loosely track, you're going to get – ballpark it. You ain't going to get loose pants anymore. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's just the reality of it. So question, but just to further like kind of frame the situation. Yeah. Where do you kind of classify yourself in terms of like – your fitness and your nutrition and like what your goals are, are you, would you classify yourself as like a GPP person? No. Uh, like like competitive. Competitive. Okay. Competitive, I, I yeah. just kind of want to give yeah, that yeah, frame, for framework for everybody. Yeah, Cause like uh, me, I, I'm strictly GPP. Like I said, my goal is I want to wipe my ass when I'm 80. Yeah. So it's not I mean, like, I do too, but yeah. <laughs> right now, cause I feel like honestly, sometimes my body feels like I'm already there. Mm-hmm. Like I already feel like, I'm you've been, 80. You've been road yeah, hard? Yeah, I, I told everybody today. I was like, I've been road hard. Oh, gosh. <laughs> In class. <laughs> and again, the yep. 18 to 25 demographic yeah. just, just I said, doubled you, once again. Are you freaking kidding me, Jenna? <laughs> but really, I have. But um, <laughs> but um, anyways. Hey, we're trying to get those ratings. Yeah, but anyways. Uh, so we're talking about Headspace. We had our <laughs> meeting today, right? And she was down two pounds. And a few days ago, last week, you were frustrated. Yeah, because my weight has stayed pretty much the same for three weeks. About up and a little bit up, a little bit down, but pretty much the same. Is that normal for you? Um, Not really for me. I did like a cut by myself um, like a couple years ago before the open. And like I basically did like a reverse diet, which is where you like start with like a high, a higher number of 
carbs, which a lot of people um, who have, like, dieted a lot, they'll start to do that. Like, if their numbers have been either really low or they've, like, mixed their numbers up a lot. It's just, like, a kind of a baseline. And, and when you're saying numbers, are you talking about the carbs, fat, yeah, sugar? Okay. And I kind of have done that, like, especially over the last couple of years because before I really didn't have any knowledge when it came to food and I didn't count macros or anything. We kind of, like, did the zone a little bit, but I was eating – I'm just going to, like, ballpark guess. Probably, like, 20 grams of fat a day, no joke. Mm-hmm. Because all I, the only fat I was getting was from, like, egg yolk. And that's not a lot <laughs> for per day. But that was just – it wasn't intentional. I just literally didn't know. Anyways, um, so I'd, I've done, like, a cut by myself, and that was the smallest that I had been for the open, and I still felt pretty good. But then that's not sustainable to cut so for super long, so I, like, Went back what, up. What, what would you consider long? Um, I just went down with my carbs like by ten every week, week and a half. Um, and my fat was lower, but not super low. And then I just like went back up with my carbs. But for um, how long? Like, what kind of a window are we talking here? When you say maybe it's not sustainable, six, six weeks. maybe six weeks. So yeah. that's that's a long time to try and sustain something like that. I don't think. Mm, was she, was I, I kept going lower, but then I hit. I think the lowest amount of carbs that I ate was like 150 so it wasn't like anything like I wasn't starving or anything but the way I ate was different so but for reference like what's what what would be equivalent to like what you would eat carbs wise and during that time frame uh more um at one point she was up to 300 right about 300 I went back up yeah when I went back up but like, what's a, what, give 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 like an example? Right now she's a she's right now she's at one eighty. I mean, but like if you like a meal. Or oh, something. food. Uh, yeah, food I wise. ate a lot more. Like potatoes are like a lot uh, of veggies because they're low carb, but they are more like you can eat a Filling. bulk. You get yeah. more of it. Yeah. Like a, the, the example, bro, you often give is like uh, broccoli versus rice, in terms of the amount of carbs. Or there's something. There's an analogy you always use. Uh well. We're saying like a cup of a cup no, of rice. Right, no, rice and potatoes. Okay, there you yeah. go. Yeah, the, and, and what was the kind of equivalent to that? Uh, so 225 grams of potatoes compared to, which is like about two cups of potatoes, you'd get about a half or a third a cup of rice. Rice. Yeah, yeah so it's... It, you get more for your money. Absolutely. Yeah. And the energies are a lot better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so she, we just had our meeting and I knew she was frustrated, frustrated last week, but the thing is she'd been only been on her her numbers for a few weeks two mm. three wait what last week two, or, like when you're two, frustrated yeah, you, at that point ago. you'd only been on two or three weeks and um so she comes in today and the weight had dropped two pounds okay so it's not like oh my god like it's nothing like she's not jumping up and down about and then we get to do her pictures okay so her pictures they look they look a lot better in my opinion. Her lower stomach is coming in. Everything's kind of like shrinking in, like getting more tone. Her arms are showing more definition. And something I told her is that the amount of weight that she's trying to get down to, okay, she lost twenty five percent of that the last two weeks, right? So her goal is one hundred percent. She's already twenty five percent there, and she did that in two weeks. Her goal is going to take a little bit longer, but her amount that she loses is going to be less and less compared to like, I can have someone- As you get down to like the fourth quarter. Right. Yeah. I mean, and even even if I say, hey, in two weeks, you can lose 25% of your goal weight. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, hell yeah. 
right? Imagine if you were trying to lose, you know, 30 pounds and you lost 25% the first right two weeks. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, that's mm-hmm. awesome, right? But for someone like her where it's two pounds, yeah, when you're trying to lose 10, mm-hmm. right, or get down 10, you know, it, it's kind of perspective like, hey, 25%, you, you did lose that. But the mentality is really important, in my opinion, um, because if you feel like you're doing the work and you don't get, you don't reap the benefits from it, it you make it harder to do the work, right? Meaning if I'm not getting the results I want, then when it comes time to meal prep or time to not eat that, you're going to, you're going to take the easier way out because you feel like what you're doing isn't working, right? So you're going to go, well, fuck it. It's not working anyway. So I'm just going to eat bad or mm-hmm. not meal prep. But there's a lot of causes that uh, we're getting ready to talk about, which is... So lack of water? Yeah. So the big question is how much water should you drink a day? A lot. Drink until your <laughs> pee is clear. <laughs> I hear that. I'm yeah. like, uh, how's your water intake? And they're like... It's good. It's good? Yeah. Okay, what's that? Um, I drink about two bottles. Yeah. Okay, what kind of bottles? Uh, 16, there's, there's two 12-ounce mm-hmm. bottles. Yeah. Oh, cool. Like, no, so if you go by the book, it's 64 ounces per day. And that's stupid. That's that's really low for us, right? So they say drink eight, eight, eight ounce glasses of water per day. I, okay. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's just that's what yeah. it says. If you look it up anywhere, right? And that's. It's not nearly enough. No, one twenty is what we aim for. Okay, and why one hundred and twenty? Well, through everybody I've talked to, and even through myself, it seems like. 121 gallon per day. Oh, that was three. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, get that. Wait, did you hear it though? Mm-hmm. I no, said, he just randomly guessed. I thought he saw my face. Nope, I tried I to it. hurry it. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, 120 ounces per day. And uh, that's just done through, you know, trial and error because, for example, I have Tara. She used to drink like 40 some ounces of water per day. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't even drink water with her food. Uh, Which is like that's, that, that's illegal, I think, <laughs> in, in the state of Ohio. For you not like to have, I, yeah, can you imagine in the drinking? state of fitness? That is illegal. Just the state for like of life. digestion purposes, right? <laughs> like you got to get it down, <laughs> get it down, girl. So uh, there's a real importance to drinking the water, and that is the more you pee, the more fat leaves your body. All right, more fat leaves your body. Um, it doesn't mean if you drink water that you'll lose weight, but your kidneys do most of the work because it, uh, the fat that is metabolized leaves in the form of water through urine and sweat, right? So drinking a lot of water, if you don't drink water, if you're drinking, you know, 64 ounces a day, right? And you're not getting rid of this through sweat because if you're dehydrated, do you sweat? No. Okay. And if you're dehydrated, do you pee? No. No. Like it's... That was a huge problem in my last deployment because I was in the middle of the desert and people were like, oh, I drank plenty of water. Like, bruh. You realize you're like two inches from the sun out here, right? <laughs> yeah. I think it was last year or the year before. I don't remember, but I, I just didn't drink a lot of water for some reason for a week. And I like noticed that I was gaining weight or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was like, okay, I'm going to drink like a gallon and a half of water for two days. And I lost four pounds. Did you ever do the hyperhydration when you were fighting? No, to get those last couple pounds like for weigh-ins? No, but we do it now for CrossFit. Doing like the, the we, we do two gallons, two gallons, one yeah, gallon. One, yep. Yeah, yep. That's pretty much what I used to do too. For for those of you not following, uh, there's a kind of a trick you can do to uh, lose some water weight, like uh, like 
bro obviously didn't have to use it when I was fighting because or when you were fighting because there were no weight classes mm. back then. I didn't have any water in me either. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you do that two gallons a day. Uh, well, three days out or, or sorry, yeah, four days out from the event, you start two gallons on day four, two gallons day three, one gallon on on day one, and the and next day, the- you probably can lose about five pounds easy. Yeah, and with you just drink water with food yeah. at that point. In essence, you're you're overhydrating to to piss it all to out. Piss, to piss it out, but it also gets you hydrated. Yeah, for you, sure. You're hydrated going into the the weigh-in mm, and uh, the fight and the fight. Yeah. So, and we do that for competition, right? So, uh, uh, that's just a little secret, I guess. For uh, for any competition, we're drinking two gallons of water. If it's on Saturday, it's on Thursday. Two thousand or two thousand, two gallons on Friday, <laughs> and then one gallon gone uh, before you compete on Friday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she struggles with that. Everybody else does it, but yeah, she's only. Hopefully, one. there's no double unders in that first. Yeah, I don't like out. sloshy belly. But no one else had it, so just saying. I don't like sloshy belly. So no, going number two. Poop. Going to poop. P double O P. Dropping deuces. Gotta so go poop is 75% water, 25% matter. All right. So if you don't hydrate enough, your large intestine soaks up the water out know, of your man. stool. I've, I've been dropping some porcelain pile drivers lately, man. Have you? Yeah. You must be on that hydration, yeah, yeah. maybe. <laughs> because right here it says. <laughs> or he's sick. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, your large intestine will soak up, soak up the water to use it, mm-hmm. and which makes it harder to pass stool because – your body requires water. Uh, I think it, you, you'll die in four days without water or 40 days without food. So mm-hmm. your body, it needs water for brain function, energy, mm-hmm. like everything. That's why, you know. Uh, to regulate your temperature. Dude, it's, it, literally blood pressure. Everything is so critical for, actually, you know, a, a big side effect to under drinking. I think it would, I, I sent this to my dad who's older, but it actually shrinks your brain if you don't drink enough water. Mm-hmm. You actually scientifically it does really? shrink your yeah it does shrink your brain um i think um dehydration also uh like doesn't help anxiety if you have anxiety hmm. read that yeah. and i do notice a Interesting. difference i've never heard that before mm-hmm. i will have to look that up yeah so if you can't pass stool i mean you can't you pass st- knowledge I'm just saying, though, you said you have some porcelain, what'd you call them? Porcelain pile drivers. Man, that's th- those are sitting in your gut, Mo. They're not, they're not being released. No, they're not. I got to release, the, release them into the wild. So number two, what is it? Um, next one, poor gut health. Uh, I think a lot of people struggle with that issue. I think that's why you see a lot of these uh, uh, prevalence of uh, probiotics in the market, whether it be through some sort of food or... I think yogurt is usually the one you tend to see probiotics included in. Is, what's that tea, that kombucha oh, or yeah. whatever? Yeah. I can't get down with that, I, man. I, I, <laughs> it I just tastes... Little, I, don't, I haven't tried it, but I just can't get... It's okay. I can't get down with it. Yeah. <laughs> I it tried depends. it once. I Some can't of do them it. have a lot of floaters in there. Yeah. It just... I feel like there's a little like bugs a worm. in there. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because we contain more bacterial cells than we do human cells, which is pretty crazy, right? Something yeah. that makes us up as a freaking human. We have more yeah, of the things. Yeah, we have less that, of that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we need more of the human cells. <laughs> we can do that by flushing out more of the non-human cells. Um, causes for poor gut health. Uh, inflammation caused by sugar, excess fat, and too many calories. Or too little. Hmm? Right. So sugar, uh, we already know. It's a simple carbohydrate. 
Um, it causes extreme inflammation, not only in your joints, muscle, muscle tissue, but your stomach lining. Um, so think about this, Crohn's disease. What causes issues for people who have Crohn's is inflammation in the stomach where the, actually the gap of the stomach closes off, right? And it hardens. Okay, so you got these little pits inside your stomach um, that get infected, okay? It causes inflammation, okay? And then the actual stomach lining closes and pinches off. Well, it gets hard, so no food can pass through there. That's why it comes back up the system. So they're on anti-inflammatories. My best friend, he's, he has severe Crohn's, and he's on like Remicade. It's like $10,000 per infusion every three months, and he's on a constant... Uh, battery of that stuff. A constant battery of anti-inflammatories, and he has to watch it. A lot of Crohn's people, they have to watch the type of food they eat because it causes inflammation in, in the gut mm-hmm. lining, which causes a reaction, which causes him to go. Yeah. And the problem is, once that hardens, they have to cut that out, mm-hmm. right? And you only have so much left, so, right? Yeah. And um, so we would have to watch the sugars. Um, you know, excess fat will cause the inflammation, obviously, uh, too high of calories on in a diet that's four four it was like a no, half. i'm winning it was like 0.5 we're halfway there and we're not even i'm gonna how do you stop a yawn you, you don't yawn that? it was a 0.5 so you ever feel like um when you eat food, Mo, like let's say you have a weekend, you go out and you're just bashing oh, whatever. No, this weekend is a prime example of that. And uh, how'd your body feel? Horrible. And what'd you eat? Uh, not what I normally eat, that's for sure. Um, it was just kind of like meals of convenience. Um, I was staying at a at a hotel, couldn't really cook for myself. Tried to eat the best options I had available to me. Like during the day, it was great because, you know, Aaron and those guys always provide decent food. But then at night, it's just like, you know, by the time I'm done helping out with the uh, with the competition, like Whole Foods is closed and Fresh Times closed, and just kind of got to do the make the best out of a bad situation. So, you know, trying to get a salad and trying to get some protein that's not covered in some sort of sauce or yeah, cheese seasoning. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't yeah you know, had a beer. I think I had a beer uh, on Saturday, but then like Sunday I came home and just like just not my 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 bowels weren't happy. And so let's talk about Skip Sunday. How would you feel Monday? Uh, How'd your body feel? Oh no, I was tired, and like when I was dropping deuces, they were <laughs> uh, pinned up aggression. I, w- I will say, how, how can I say this? They were light, light like fluffy. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. fat. Yeah, 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 fluffy and. Yeah. So if you don't know this, guys, if you if you poop and it floats, you have too much fat inside your diet, mm-hmm. and or your body's not using that fat properly, properly, right? And that actually comes into gut health, right? If if our gut health is out of a, out of whack, uh, our body won't absorb the nutrients properly, and leading to poor gut health is inflammation. When we're inflamed, think about this: if our if our body's inflamed and we go out and do CrossFit, we're we have the potential of that lower back, stiff lower back, or something. A potential injury happening because water plays such a uh, a huge effect not only in your gut health but also in your tissue um, and you know gut health in return with ha- being carrying this inflammation is going to carry water and I want you to think about if you've ever if you ever twisted your ankle and you get water on that on that joint you have it immobilizes it right mm-hmm. you can't move it you ha- you lose uh, flexion dorsiflexion everything in it and 
what do you think happens to your body? It's it's not happy. Yeah, it's not happy, right? And it, you'll pay for it. Um, so what does this do to your gut? Uh, elevates infl- infl- <laughs> elevates inflammatory chemicals in the bloodstream and fat cells, which results in weight gain. So the ca- the inf- inflammation causes these chemicals have an adverse reaction in your blood and your fat cells, and then that's when the weight gain actually comes on because of poor because everything's slowing down or it, think is of, an, absor- uh, ah, an absorption thing or well it's. When you irritate something, what happens? Like when Jenna irritates me, I want to <laughs> knock her out, right? So, oh, hey, no, it when, doesn't work as efficiently. Yes, right. Okay. Think of anybody that annoys you. Like you're at work, right? And you have someone who just annoys the piss out of you. And mm-hmm. You're trying to do your job, right? You're trying to do it, and what do you do? You become you, less efficient. Less efficient, and that's what happens to your body in essence. Sorry, okay. Jenna. Sorry, not sorry. Mm. <laughs> Next. Water retention. Uh, too much salt in the body affects blood and the tissues and causes retention. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's salt. Okay, if we're if if we're eating clean, all right. If we're if we're eating whole foods, okay. Typically, the salt that we use isn't that much of an issue. Right, yeah. but I did I did measure this out. Okay, there's two things I have I've I've really been hammering on. One, um, if you use olive oil, olive oil to cook, you really got to watch it. Okay, it's almost like one of those fats that you get mm-hmm. that I never used to track because I, I thought a lot of it was excess. Right, like meaning, if I put it on chicken and I rub it on the chicken, it, some of it leaks off. So I don't know if I'm actually Gets cooked off or cooked off as okay. well. Right, but so kind of like when you use alcohol. Five. Yep. I, that wasn't a yawn. Yeah, it was definitely a yawn. I literally breathe. We'll let Eric decide. Um, God. So I never used to do that. And another one is I use sea salt, right? A lot. I would say a lot of people use, I use yeah. coarse sea salt. I measured out what one serving was, which is ends up being 2,000 milligrams of sodium or 1,000 milligrams of sodium, mm-hmm. which, or 2,000. That's what you use to, to prepare the meal. Yes, 2,000. Yeah. And that is over a, a broad... It could be, say it's over eight or 10 large chicken breasts. Mm-hmm. It's really not that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very surprised the actual amount of 2,000 in sea salt. So it is pretty, yeah, I think those are huge, big pieces of salt in, S, in, in comparison to regular table salt, right? Mm-hmm. It could be 100 of those combined mm-hmm. per oh, one. Oh, yeah, per one gram. Per one, yeah, so um, those are two big things. Salt is a big thing. Uh, on here, uh, just because it fits in your macros doesn't mean you should eat it, right? We talked about that many times, but look up Chipotle is great. I think Chipotle is a really good. If you're in a pinch, go get it. But check but, out, check out the sodium in their chicken. Well, and the but also the stay away from the sour cream, you know, because mm-hmm. I think you, as soon as you start check jacking that stuff off, that 800 calorie burrito quickly goes to like 1200, 1400. Correct. Calories. Then you throw some guacamole on there, and then you throw some cheese on there. Now you can, sauces too are just like hidden for sodium and and sugar. Yeah. Well, you think the seasoning on the chicken, right? And that's why Chipotle is a great option. Honestly, it beats any other thing in my opinion. As far as next to going to Whole Foods, yeah. As far as prepared quote fast yeah. food, yep. it's probably one of the better options. Absolutely, out there. I totally agree. For a franchise, for yes. a massive nationwide, well, are they worldwide? I don't know. For a nationwide franchise, I yeah, so. I would agree that they are. But Good one option. serving of their chicken, right? One, that means 
and I usually there's times where I triple up their chicken because mm. I have like I if I'm busy and I'm going home to eat, I'll get a triple bowl and that right there is around 560 milligrams of sodium for one serving. And you're gonna three times that, so oh, you're, you're okay. getting almost I your. I thought you meant per whole bowl. I was no, like, Damn, that's pretty. That's good. just for, no. That's just per for the serving, chicken. Yeah. That's just for the chicken. That's not including everything else. Absolutely right, because there's sodium and could be in their cheese. I was gonna say, I think they put salt, a lot of salt in everything. It's very well, well seasoned, yeah. and I think that's where we we're talking about. Like a lot of your hidden s- sodium is in these seasonings, seasonings and yeah. rubs, right? Now you can do your rubs if you do them on your own. Then you can start. I started messing a lot with like chili powders um, because you get. A lot of flavor out there, and you don't need a lot of salt so, yeah. to get that. Right? Do you track yours? What's that? Your seasoning. powder, your seasoning. The salt, I very, very lightly do it anymore. And uh, no, I just meant tracking it. My salt numbers wise. Yeah. Do you, do you like track numbers. the seasonings? No, I don't. I don't track my. I I know how much sodium I'm using total, but it's 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 a minuscule amount now in I, comparison. I'd imagine if you're using something like My Fitness Pal, you can just scan the barcode and it would. I just have never done that, so I, I just I've was curious it if it was like even. If you try, if you do like chili powder of some sort, I'm on Enchiro. So it is Enchiro. And the the chilies. Yeah. Ancho. Ancho. Yeah. Ancho. I use a, I've been using that a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, but that's there's no sodium in that. That's straight chili mm-hmm. p- pepper, right? Uh, but I think that's where a lot of the secret stuff. That's what I mean. If it fits, doesn't mean you can eat it. Yeah, Chipotle fits, but you got to watch what the side effects are. Now, if you go to like Hothead Burrito, I don't know how common that is. It's double. Oh, really? It's double. I I think I've eaten there like one Yuck. time. I didn't really care for it, and I just because it's, it's right next to Chipotle, it so doesn't I just go digest to Chipotle instead for a reason. What? It doesn't digest for oh. a reason. You've done that a couple times. What hothead? Hothead, yeah. Yeah, it's just gross. It does. It just sits in your belly. Mm. I well, think Chipotle and, sits in mine, too. and that's why. Like, let's say we had pizza tonight, right? In the next three days, we could be we could carry a additional water in our stomach area. So when I get these pictures of people, and let's say their weight hasn't changed a lot, and I look at their pictures, I can tell instantly that it's water retention. I'm like, okay, hey. We're holding water. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's female, are you on your cycle? Because that plays a huge mm-hmm. part into it. Um, and then we start dissecting this because if if she comes in, right, and we're going to talk about this later, if she comes in, she's even or plus one or two, and that's out of the norm. When we look at pictures, like, okay, this is where it's at. This will go away. What's going on? Are you eating a lot of sodium in your cycle? What's your? Have you changed up your nutrition at all? Mm-hmm. And then we start really dissecting that because the the photos will tell me more than the scale will at that point, right? If you're even, then it's like, uh, what's going on? See the photos, gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right, we're holding this water. Be, well, yeah, and even conversely, like if someone the numbers are the same, but you look at the body composition, you can see two different stories. You can see the water, right? It's like a ring of water around the gut. It's mm-hmm. a, or lower stomach bloating, which we're talking about the stu- the stool, like. Inflammation in the in the stomach, you know, there are several people I have on probiotic um, that we've tested out and have really good success with, mm-hmm. and that causes that decreased inflammation in the stomach. Gets everything moving. Gets every moving, but on on a pattern. I think one thing that people don't realize is that our bodies like rhythm, right? Whether oh yeah, sleep, especially we talk sleep, yeah, sleep, food, working out, whatever it is, our body likes the same Routines, thing. Yeah. There's a routine like. If you wake up and you and you go to the bathroom at nine thirty, roughly every morning, that's exact. You you should be almost like 
to clockwork, the yeah. clockwork because your nutrition is so on point. Your gut health is so on point. Mm-hmm. You're not holding on to this water. You're getting rid of it. You're peeing, getting rid of the, the, the fat that you've already burnt through exercise if you haven't sweated it out, right? Mm-hmm. It's leaving the system. That's why it's important to get the water, maintain good gut health, okay? Mm-hmm. Because those two things, when those are off, when you come in for a nutrition meeting or you're looking at the scale and you've been plus or minus five for two weeks and nothing's changed, uh-huh. everybody wants to think, oh, my, my numbers are off. That's the first thing you hear is like, oh, my food must be off. Or what did I do? Mm-hmm. I ate great, you know? And they start going, no, dude, it's... It could be more than that. Mm-hmm. Like it could it's be- not just the food and the exercising and the water. It could be other things like, did you just get fired from your job? Yeah. Well, you yeah. Know, stress is yeah. huge, right? Stress is huge in this. So. And then also if you're someone who doesn't drink enough water and all of a sudden you start taking out all the water, your body's going to soak it all up. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the. The water retention is going to be significantly greater than that if you're a normal consumer of water right so if you don't drink water for an entire day uh your body everything that is inside your body which i think we're 65 percent water um that means that our body will hold on to every single drop that we have in our in our system because it needs it for more important functions which is living mm-hmm. right you don't give it don't give two shits about taking a shit right now no. it wants your brain it doesn't to want to die it yes yeah. and you will die in four days without that, water without yeah. water so it is that critical of of like it will kill you. Not no one's going to die here. But if you if you don't drink water for four days, you die. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big deal. We're pretty th- we're a pretty hard creature to kill mm-hmm. in essence. And if you could just take away one small one element small like water, thing. you mm-hmm. know, yeah, it shows you how important it is. Yeah, that's absolutely. I feel like I need to hoard water now. You hoard do water. Yeah. Or is it hard water? Hoard. Yeah, I thought you said hard water too. Hoard. Hoard. Are you are you or are you not <laughs> a knock? <laughs> a knock. N A R C. Yeah, a knock. <laughs> Next is hormones. Um, hey, ladies, you aren't the only ones in flux. Hey. Um, cortisol. We just kind of alluded to that when we talked about stress. Yeah. So cortisol it stimulates fat and carbohydrate metabolism, so it makes it work. Uh, and you use it for energy. If you disrupt the process, it can promote weight gain and where that weight is gained, which is typically around the belly, belly area, right? So cortisol, what causes the influx, Mo? Stress. Which you just covered. Yeah. Um, it's a, Cortisol is a hormone that's secreted by your body uh, as a result of stressful situations, and it's kind of like the, that fight-or-flight hormone. Uh, it's good. You need it. Uh, you know, a, a Buick falls on your grandma, and you deadlift it off of her and yank her out from underneath <laughs> it. You know, you need you, you need If that. you like her. Yeah, if you like grandma. <laughs> um, yeah, you need that sort of thing. But uh, also when we have this the stress the non-good stress like uh, you know you got fired from your job um you just found out that that was a yawn i just breathed I, you just you just yeah. found out that uh the next episode the next season of the that damn show eric's got me watching now the witcher doesn't come out for another two years after i just started uh, watching it yeah um, yeah those things cause stress uh, uh aside from the issue with the the weight gain um also uh can probably be a source of not good things, uh, just overall uh, joint you know, joint issues too. I've heard uh, can be influenced by uh, by cor- increase in cortisol. The biggest thing I think about this is if it disrupts the process, right? Meaning we need this in our in our system, but if we tend to uh, if we have stress, 
or another reason is uh, lack of sleep. I have a lot of issues with people I work with that are firefighters and I got a dispatcher as well. So their schedules are an influx. Um, so their sleep is constantly varied. Like they might work nights, but then they then have, they're on days it, the or, next or, week, or they want to go watch their kid's soccer game, or but or more, do something during the day. Yeah, it causes when when we're up, when we're supposed to be down. asleep, it's a problem with our body. Mm-hmm. We're not designed to be up all night. And then something I actually read recently. I'll have to see if I can dig up the article, but um, they said part of the reason why there's a lot of increases in people. Uh, having issues going to sleep is because the light that's emitted from modern television screens, whether blue it be light. flat screens or uh, phone monitors, it's blue light, mm-hmm. which is equivalent to the wavelength of light that comes from the sun. So your brain gets tricked into thinking it's sunlight. Therefore, that lizard brain reacts, oh, there's sunlight, yep. I should be awake. Absolutely. How come it doesn't tan me? Uh, once you go back to yawning. I would be like this all day. <laughs> You already are. You already are like yeah. that, Jenna. That's oh, why yeah. you squint. I we am. have pictures of you like that. Yeah. Yeah, so weight gain in the belly, that's typically where it goes. It's not like – I thought that was pretty interesting. The cortisol it will dictate where that weight gain is at. Um, you know, the lack of sleep, um, you know, that's pretty tough because let's say you do work a a, a, a third shift job, right? You, second shift's the worst in my opinion, but if you're working – if you're doing shift work or you're law enforcement – Military, firefighter, nurse, like these these prolonged shifts somewhere where not only, okay, I'm up when I'm not supposed to be. Now my adrenaline's going through the roof because I'm handling something that's abnormal. Abnormal. For- and then stress on top of that, it's a stressful situation. Think dispatcher mm-hmm. or police officer, um, nurse, nurse, right? Uh, you have the critical issue or someone, a patient you really have been taken care of dies or mm-hmm. goes in. There's all these issues that now you added the stress on top of that. So when I have people with shift, shift workers, I see, I can tell when their schedule's messed up because their body is in such influx and we haven't changed anything. We haven't changed their numbers one bit. And, and but your it, lifestyle has changed around. In a two week so. period, they're plus four pounds. Mm-hmm. And we've been on these numbers, let's say for six weeks or eight weeks or whatever. Nothing changes. Schedule goes back to work. Everything's fine. They lose the weight. They're back to normal. It's mm-hmm. like your body is out of inf- or is yeah. influx. Even though you might be able to recover um, in terms of sleep, your body still gets yacked up because that happens several times. Again, I hate to always refer to my service, but my last deployment, there was like in the span of a month, I, I changed shifts like three times Yeah, because I had to. And, you know, although I was sleeping okay, like my body felt like garbage. You know, like, yeah, I was getting, I was sleeping enough to recharge. Yeah. But like my, the way I felt, like just my, my could, overall health. You could function. Yeah, but it wasn't it, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how can we combat all this? Stop tracking your macros. Yes. Eat pizza <laughs> every day. Every day. I really wanted pizza tonight. Uh, I I'd probably just based off what you've uh, covered today, I think one thing that people can try and do to benefit themselves in this situation is establish some sort of routine of consistency, whatever that is. Uh, start with one small thing, whether it be drinking water, getting enough sleep, mm-hmm. um, eating, and then slowly but surely like wrapping your arms around all those things and getting all of that dialed in. If you're trying to be at the level like Jenna is, I think with just the, um, GPP with even. the um, 
competitive nature aspect, but then as a GPP for a person, it's also now granted the intensity might not be there, but you can still, you still have the ability to get your arms around all this stuff. Well, think about this GPP or competitive gut health is absolutely extremely important, right? Because <laughs> if you're GPP, you don't want to gain weight. <laughs> if you're a competitor, you can't gain weight because it affects your gymnastics, mm-hmm. right? Or your GPP, Yes, we don't want our gymnastics to get hammered, right? But it, it, like me as a GPP, or if I have a choice between gymnastics and gut health, I'm picking gut health. Right. Yeah, I would because, rather have because I would rather have smooth bowels than muscle ups. And but one can actually help the other, right? If you Very, have if yeah, you have true. good yeah. good gut health, everything's fire and normal. You're going to lose more of that weight, mm-hmm. and um, more weight might move more mass, but more weight doesn't move through the air very. Very no. well. <laughs> as often. Either. Or as often. Um, you know, I, I'll give you an example. I had um, have a girl I'm working with, and she drinks, she was drinking 220 ounces of water a day, okay? So it seems like a, like a lot, that was, right? That was every day. Every, I mean, that was, that was normal for her, Normal, though. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, normal. Problem is, she wasn't going to the bathroom. She hadn't been in the bathroom in like two to three days. So we're going through the food and checking stress levels and all this. Food's 100% dialed in, didn't miss, plus or minus five. Uh, water, she's on the veggies. She's eating green leafy vegetables um, and drinking 200 plus ounces of water a day. And this water, she, she tracks it every single day. So she knows she intakes this, right? Mm-hmm. Everything that they're t- she's telling me is, is great, but she sounds dehydrated. Right, because if we're dehydrated, okay, like I just said, the large intestine pulls the water out of the stool, makes it harder to pass. Well, if you're not going to the bathroom or your stool is really hard, we're uh, we're dehydrated, mm-hmm. you, whether you feel it or not, okay? Because dehydration can also be confused with hunger. Some people think they're hungry; they're actually dehydrated. Mm-hmm. It will send the same damn signal to the body. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, look, from my knowledge, from all the things I've done in the past two years. To me, it sounds like you're dehydrated. And I know, I it know. sounds bizarre, yeah. You're drinking 200 plus ounces of water, but everybody's body's different, just like in nutrition. There are some days I need two to two and a half gallons. Mm-hmm. Next day, I could be a gallon and a half. Next you know, three days straight, I could a gallon's fine. Mm-hmm. And my body feels great. I'm going to the bathroom two to three, four times a day, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it's all good stuff. And I was like, we just got to try it because in all honesty, she was bloated. She was carrying this a little bit of extra weight. It wasn't changing too much. We added, I said, try to add 20 to 30 ounces extra per day mm-hmm. and see what happens. And Goes it changed. Up, changed. Went to, started going to the bathroom every single day, mm-hmm. at least once, sometimes twice, and started pushing that stuff through. And it's just because we're slightly dehydrated, it's not moving. Yeah, it just her normal was vastly different than, yeah. than everybody else's. Yeah. If you sweat more than I do. Oh, yeah, that's right? my superpower. But she says she didn't sweat that much. Uh-huh. So you're like, well, shit, what the heck is going on? Like yeah. her body's using water for something, right? Maybe her brain's huge. Could be, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, like, you don't know what your body's using yeah. this water for because we're not inside of it. But I know that she is dehydrated because she's constipated and not pushing the stool through the system. Yeah, although that sounds bizarre, that math doesn't add up. Yeah, right. But then you got someone who drinks 100 ounces a day and they're and, shitting and they're, three times a day. Yeah, it's just they're just not using as much water in their system for some reason. Who knows? Um, a big thing I have people do. I've had all my females, and if you're female, listen to this. Trust me on this process. If you can weigh yourself without flipping your shit, okay, do it daily, okay? And this is why. 
if Jenna only weighs, some people weigh themselves once a week. Mm-hmm. Some people will do every three days. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. If you weigh yourself daily, right? Let's say Jenna came in for a nutrition meeting today and she weighed X. And she's like, man, I'm a little heavy. But the last three days I've been holding 155, okay? But today there, she's 157, mm-hmm. Okay. And she say, last three days, I've been 155. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, okay, that's cool. We know you're 155, but your body's in influx for some reason. Why are we plus two? Let's see where we're at in a couple of days. Like, don't freak your shit out. And I think it helps people when they realize like, hey, man, I've been holding 155 for a week. Now I'm 157 on the band, my day of check-in. If she only weighed herself on the check-in day, she's going to think that she's actually There's that way. There's a lot way. of data points missing. Yeah, because now I'm like, especially in her situation as a competitive athlete, or even GPP. You know, like but I'm I, saying, more so that. Yeah, you know, if she's trying to be be dialed in, you know, as she's navigating towards a competition day or something. Yeah, yeah, it's more in my my humble opinion. But it's even if it was you, Mo, to track all that. If, even if it was you, if you come to me and you're plus two, you've been hitting all your numbers and everything's been going fine. But you don't know that you've been weighing less coming up to this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start questioning, like, what's going on what's with your going food, on? Yeah. like. Okay, you're. It doesn't. There's stuff where I'll be like, I'll tell people like, this doesn't add up. You like, need more data points. Yes, yeah. and if I have that tracking, I'm like, okay, cool. Look, if we're holding that, we are that. Uh, my thing: if you weigh yourself three consecutive days at the same time, you and it's the same weight. That's okay, your yeah. Weight. And so to Bro's point, yeah, if you're gonna do this and weigh yourself every day, make sure you weigh yourself at the same time mm-hmm. on the same scale. You know, don't weigh yourself one day at 6 a.m. when you wake up and go take that first morning pee. And then the next day, weigh yourself at lunch. And then the third day, weigh yourself before you go to bed. Make sure you're doing, you're being consistent in what you're doing. And um, as far as the, you know, losing your shit when you get on the scale, if this is something that you're trying to address, you got to look at it as as having more data points. I mean, you track your food every day. You know, if this is a path that you're trying to pursue, having that extra data point of your weight on a daily basis is all is just going to help identify where those fluxes and variations occur absolutely right and it's going to alter my decision too like man maybe let's say i just upped your uh carbs 15 and fat five the last time we met and i'm like shit this i did i screwed up she's they're holding on to the weight mm-hmm. but you know i don't try to jump to the conclusions too fast i try to get you try to get as much information if you have <laughs> but if you don't have information that you would like to have it, it's harder it's hard. to help dial in someone's numbers. Because I raised the numbers for a reason, right? Because maybe our energy and our performance is dropping off a little bit and we're getting a little bit hungry. Mm-hmm. So I added a little bit of food to the and then in the two in the two weeks, now they're plus two, right? That day they weigh in. Now I'm thinking maybe, man, I added the weight I shouldn't I've or added the food, I shouldn't add the food. Okay, because now they're plus. Mm-hmm. So maybe I overfed them, mm-hmm. right? Because in all and honesty, now you got to realize. Now I got to think, like, man, well, shit, if how, I if, how do I balance this out? But think about this: if I did it for a reason, and I now go back on it because of one day, mm-hmm. now they could start underperforming again. Now it's for a two week period. And now you screwed them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's very. It, it just, and again, you know, you know, coming from a fat kid, you know, who's had struggles with body issues and weight his entire life, you know, if this is something you're trying to do, just. Don't look at the number and get and try. I, I mean, I'm talking to the mirror here, but don't look at the number and get hosed up about it. Look at the number and just look at it as a data point. It, just do it for that reason, right? It's, especially if you're female. I think I see it more for the female because your guys' bodies are such an influx. For like, you could be literally crushing it, and what, 
you could be looking great until the day before you take your pictures to come in. And the day you take your pictures, your body's out of whack. And you're like, what the hell? But that's just hormones. One, that's just one day, though. But that's but it's the day you're taking pictures. Yeah. So they'll come in. You're like, oh, my pictures are shit, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I'm like, look, okay. But what about the other you know, 29 days leading up to that? Right, but I don't have the pictures. My point, well, I'm just saying you know, to try and make people like, understand better, that yeah. there's value to doing this. Well, yeah. no well, matter no matter if you like what you see in, on the on the scale or not. Mm-hmm. Well, it's they, cool to look. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's cool to look back on too. Like it sucks at first when you first take it because it's like, fuck. When you like <laughs> take the picture, but and then like I get mad. But then it's cool nope, to look. Redo back. is going to yeah. change. Nope, redo yeah. is going to change. Yeah. Hold on. Let but me, it's cool. Let, to look let me back add a filter on. here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the problem with the um, if if they come in and have a bad picture, I look. Hey, here in three or four days, when this re- when you go back to what your normal was, then retake the picture and then send them to me. And then we'll know what you're actually at, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's always much better. Um, that goes to the next thing. Take pictures. I think a lot of people don't take pictures because I just have someone I'm working with. They lost one pound in two week period, um, and they're more they're a, a competitive athlete. And um, before they seen the pictures or even looked at comparisons, they were thinking, well, man, well, I've been doing everything I'm supposed to and I've only lost a pound. But then when I bring up the pictures, it looks like they lost like three pounds mm-hmm. because the water has – something's happened. Their composition dramatically changed. And now you can see, okay, cool. What I am doing is working. Like Jenna's a perfect example. Uh she wasn't really – she wasn't too amped until you see, you see the pictures. And you see, okay, it's starting – Yeah, you told this story before, yeah. It's starting it's start to take hold, right? And that's, that's something for us to really kind of grasp is that, hey, what I'm doing is working. It's just going to take a little bit more time. And then last but not least, work with nutrition coach. Um, if you don't know what you're doing um, or you are stuck, I think get someone that's going to hold you accountable. Yeah. For sure. It never hurts to have a uh, someone you can uh, communicate with <laughs> to help you uh, navigate these things. Uh, and nutrition is a challenge. And, and they've probably like seen more stuff like with different people that maybe could be helpful. It, but it, you know, just like CrossFit, there's good and bad. Um, there's some really overpriced ones. There's some that really don't know a lot. There's some that do know a lot. Like that's what I'm finding out because I've get to work with a lot of people now. Um, and, and also talking to someone who, uh, about your nutrition, who, who is a, who is a coach, they've dealt with more people than just you. Mm-hmm. That's what, yeah, that's exactly what Jen was saying. Yeah. Like, in all honesty, I can be like, I can make comparisons and not in a bad way, but like, Hey, I just had this happen. And this is what I did. Or and, I've seen this before. Yes, and this yeah. is this is how we we're going to get rid of it, right? It's, it's pretty simple. And um, getting that knowledge of where you think what you're doing is wrong or nothing's changing, it could be the smallest change to gut health, mm-hmm. right, or hydration. But it could help you turn the, turn the corner. Right, but they don't know it. And if you got if you don't if someone's not tracking that or kind of paying attention to it. And something like, oh, I drink enough water. I'm never thirsty. Mm-hmm. That's what people think. Yeah. yeah. If I'm not thirsty, I'm not dehydrated. Well, mm. not the truth. No, okay. So, yeah, that's what I have. What you think? Nothing. I just told you. Well, by my count, I had five. Yep. So, I, I think it was a questionable six. No. Yeah. It, I breathed She's in. 5.5. 5. 
she's like, yeah, no, it's like, like she was trying. It's like yeah. holding a sneeze is what no. she was trying so, to do. So five point five. We'll, we'll go yeah, ahead and we'll say 5. that. 5. So I think we, it's a push because bro had eight, I had five, and yeah, you, you no, six. You, you had six. You had six. I had, I had eight. six. Okay, so you're good. You win. I thought if you go over, it's not. It doesn't count. Here. Or is that only Here. on the Price is Right? <gasps> there you win. Now it's 6.5. <laughs> there you go. All right. That brings this week's episode to a close. I'm going to Peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. Hello one more rep fans, the total yawn tally is 4. Coming from the person who edits this podcast, I could only hear 4. Maybe, seriously maybe, 4.5. P.S. Jenna, tighten your shit up and drink a Red Bull.